You say, I love you, Daddy. I love you, Daddy. I love you, too. Welcome to another episode of Hot Marriage and Cool Parents. And yes, this is Doug. And no, Jamie is not silent. She's just not here. She's actually sleeping. Um, We've been doing a lot of traveling over the past week or so. And so we got in late. And unfortunately, the last podcast episode that we had, we had a phenomenal guest that was on and we failed to hit record, which is awesome. But nevertheless, we're going to go through the episode and Hopefully, this is going to be a very entertaining and enlightening podcast episode because I wanted to talk a little bit about fathers and being a dad and having a wife that does a lot of traveling. Are you looking for someone to share their deepest, darkest secrets on keeping their marriage spicy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you like please dish on how to be a cool parent? Because yeah. I don't know. Please tell me. Well, Jamie Yotis and Doug Hayner have got all you hubbies and wifeys and mommies and daddies covered. Yep, that's us. Because each week, we're finding a guest who will spill all their dirty secrets. Oh, yeah. Because we all want to keep our marriages hot and our parenting cool. Here's the show. We've been talking about anxiety. We've been talking about a lot of difficult topics lately, abortion, and a lot of maybe... TMI type of information. And I'm not one to ever shy away from that dialogue. In fact, I usually bring it up. But I think what gets lost a lot of times is whenever these things are brought up, the guys behind these very strong women, the guys that are supportive on the back end that may not have a voice, there's definitely some feelings going on and some very different feelings that I've had. And just want to talk about that for a bit and we'll get to some new stories. But first, again, we very much appreciate all of your support and love. And especially when you share a topic like abortion, you expect to get some negative comments. You can drive yourself nuts to try to please everybody. But we've always wanted to make sure that we give a shout out to some of our most loyal and supportive fans. And we very much appreciate your five-star reviews. And in fact, if you go to Himalaya.com, you can actually get Hot Marriage, Cool Parent the Day Early. They have a phenomenal free app that you can download and organize your podcasts. And for Hot Marriage, Cool Parents fans, you get to listen to this a day early. But I'm going to read one of the five-star reviews from Steph Def. Love your honesty. Thank you for covering serious topics that aren't easy to talk about. I've been watching and supporting you guys since the beginning and fighting for your marriage because marriage is a lot of work and not always easy. I love hearing about Gracie. I have three-year-old twins and I enjoy and can relate to all of your parenting stories. Keep up the good work, Jamie and Doug. Well, thank you, Steph Def. And in Jamie's absence, I'm also going to share another five-star review that was left, which was actually, I, I got a kick out of this one because it was for my parents. So I just wanted to give them a shout out. But CH Counter, really digging this podcast. Love the honesty and transparency. Thanks for making waves and talking about things most shy away from, but mostly thanks for being the friend we all need. I hear you and I see the waves you are both making. You make cleaning my house way more enjoyable. Way to go, Julie Connors. So thank you. I usually listen to this on the toilet, but I hear that cleaning the house is always a great place to get hot marriage and cool parents. So yes. Jamie and I have mentioned that we've been traveling a lot and Jamie really wants to purchase a house out in LA. And I'm kind of in that camp. I don't think that I'm at the place where I would move to LA. 
but I definitely like the idea of buying a place and then having it rented out or Airbnb. We certainly do go out there quite a bit and it's always nice to have a place to go to, but then also make some money on the back end and have it pay for itself. So I think there's been a lot of contention between Jamie and I as far as what the future for the Hainers hold. And I love my family and I would never want to move Henley away from them. I think sometimes, you know, Jamie feels alone and I get it. You know, she doesn't have many people that are here or people that are close to her and her family is about four hours away. But one of the news stories that came out was actually a struggle that I had because while Jamie is working out there and filming for Married at First Sight Unfiltered, I'm in charge of Henley and I love it. I love taking Henley to the park. I love going to the swings. I love going to the beach. That's one of the great parts about LA is there's a lot of open area and I just let Henley run. But I have noticed that most of the places that I stop at, there are very few bathrooms that have baby changing tables. And I want this to resonate with anybody that's listening or anybody that has bathroom connections. I don't know if that's the right word. Or for any of these baby companies, please, please, please start putting more baby changing tables in guys' bathrooms. I cannot tell you how many times I've had to sit on the toilet, put a ton of toilet paper down first, put Henley on my lap. When she was younger, it was so much easier because she was this little thing that really couldn't move around a lot. Now she's talking and screaming and now she doesn't necessarily fit on my lap comfortably. And to have to change her on a toilet again, it just, it does not work for me. So I just want to mention that because I did see it in one of the news stories that came out and Pampers actually did a campaign where they stepped up to install 5,000 new changing stations in men's bathrooms. So that was a positive. The other thing that I saw in the news though, which kind of struck me as odd, and I'm not one that's in fashion. I think we all know, we all know that. I usually wear the same Jersey Shore sweatshirt and undershirt, and I still have my lifeguard t-shirts that I love wearing. But trying to stay up on this fashion that I'm seeing out in LA is just, it's bizarre. I hate to sound old, but I just don't get it. The pants are tighter than normal. The t-shirts are way longer than they should be. There's rips where there shouldn't be rips. There's really tight. I don't understand how some of these guys fit into these jeans, but I saw a new fashion trend that's starting And it looks like it's for guys for lace shorts are now the hot new fashion trend for the summer. I can't tell you how against this I am. And I'm probably going to want to buy a pair just to see how ridiculous I look in it. But how do these news stories and how do these fashion things come up? It's just weird to me. Lace shorts. I mean, really? I did have a lot of fun having my parents on. And it seems that uh, a lot of people actually like hearing from Doug and Bonnie. And they were really there for everything. I can't thank them enough. I can't thank them enough for being the most wonderful grandparents, the most wonderful parents. And, you know, again, another reason why I'm not jumping at the gun to move out to LA because there's such a strong bond there. And we want Henley to grow up around family. And we want, you know, our future kids to grow up around family. And I think that having my parents on and and hearing them every single time they come on is just always a pleasure. So I'm happy to hear that everybody really enjoyed their visit. And hopefully we can have a lot more embarrassing talks about Doug. You know, I got to say that I really do admire Jamie for speaking out on this abortion topic. I was surprised how much positive came out of Jamie bringing that up. I wasn't surprised. I feel like the tide is kind of turning towards this new wave of thinking, which I really appreciate. 
And it tells me that people are keeping an open mind. I think there's a lot more freedom in the world now. I think there's a lot more freedom of choice. I think that we're getting to a point where a lot of the old thinking is going away. The positive that we can take out of this is that these conversations are now happening and they're happening more. And there's more outlets for people to express their opinion, express their thoughts, get feedback. I think maybe it's a, you know a double-edged sword with the access that people have to information and the ability they have to express their opinion. But that is such a positive thing. I think having an outlet to speak about some of these topics, I think it all comes back to the Me Too movement. I think people are now finding their voice. I think people are now banding together and all of these topics. And we always talk about you know our friends and our supporters and the people that have been with us since day one. We're so strong in a group. And when we band together and think together and move forward, it helps everybody. It helps life. It helps generations from one generation to the next. You know, regardless of whether you agree with us, you agree with Jamie, you agree with the, any decisions that we've made, you know, we could argue that one of the scariest decisions and one of the most ridiculous decisions that we ever made to get married at first sight and to marry a stranger probably the scariest choice and the most ridiculous and craziest idea or even decision to make turned out to be the best decision that we both ever made. And I just want you to think about the choices that you haven't made or think about the decisions that you decided not to either participate or you were scared or you were uncertain of the outcome. Jamie and I got married at first sight we were both strangers. We had a lot of negative emotion and vibes headed our way from both sides of our family. And it turned out to be the greatest decision that we both ever made. And we have a beautiful daughter and hopefully we have many more children to come. You know, as a father, as someone that comes home a little bit late from work, I don't want to spend a ton of time cooking. I want to make sure we have all the ingredients. I want to make sure it gets cooked easy because I cherish the moments that I have with Henley and with Jamie. And by the time I get home, I think I have like an hour and a half before we have to put Henley to bed. So a meal kit delivery service has always worked for us. And HelloFresh really takes that to a whole new level. There's pre-measured ingredients with super easy to follow picture recipe cards. You spend about 30 minutes max preparing for these meals, which usually calls for less than two pots and pans. They have classic, they have veggie, they have family style, they have 20-minute meals which are gourmet and just absolutely takes the time and the energy away from looking for ingredients and going to the store and finding food and then deciding what everybody wants and then there's a whole fuss over you know who wants this or who wants that. HelloFresh takes out all of the hassle, takes out all of the stress we spend much less time planning and going grocery shopping because we have all of the simple recipes and pre-measured ingredients already laid out. And what works for us is the family plan. Jamie and I, I feel like, can eat three or four dinners at a time, and Henley loves picking off of our meals. 
My favorite is definitely the honey chicken or the sesame beef tacos. It makes you feel like an actual cook. It makes you feel like you can make a meal and it inspires you to cook more, which is always a fun family activity. I always remember growing up in a house where every night we ate dinner at the dinner table. My brother, sister, my father, my my mom. And I want that with Henley and I want that with Jamie and our future children. So HelloFresh gives us that flexibility. They deliver it right to our door. Most meals take 30 minutes or less to make. There's very little preparation needed. There's very little waste product afterwards. And with a family like us where we're on the go and sometimes we travel, we can skip deliveries. We can pause deliveries. We don't have to just keep getting deliveries from there. So if this is resonating with anyone, any family, any parents, anyone that wants to spend less time shopping and cooking and more family time at the dinner table, even to gift this to somebody who may just want less time preparing and cooking and more family time, go to HelloFresh.com backslash HMCP80 and enter the promo code HMCP80. That's HMCP80. Go to HelloFresh.com backslash HMCP80. Enter the promo code HMCP80 and get $80 off of your first month. That's $20 off of your first four boxes. It's just like getting eight meals for free. Check it out. Try it out. If you eat, which I know most of you do, this is a great way to really get some great meals and save some money. Now, if it were up to me, this house would just have Henley's room decorated and the downstairs having a TV, a coffee stand, and couches. That's the extent of my interior designing. And now when I look at what Jamie has decorated in our living room, I am inspired to make every room just as good as our living room. And if you try to imagine your house, looking in your room, wherever you are in your house, try to imagine it like a million times better looking. And what does it take? Usually it's an interior designer, a ton of money spending on furniture or going and doing a ton of research and a ton of research and then buying something and all of a sudden it doesn't fit. Well, I got to tell you, go to modsy.com. That's M-O-D-S-Y.com. It is a revolutionary online interior home design service. And literally it starts at just $69, which is a fraction of a fraction of the price of what you would spend on an interior decorator, one, coming to your house, two, the consultation, and then three, getting all the furniture. Modsy has this groundbreaking 3D technology that allows you to see different layouts of each room. So you go to their website. It's super easy to decide what type of service that you want. You take pictures, you take measurements. This is actually going to be used in Jamie and my bedroom. We took care of the downstairs. We took care of Henley's room actually first before we even had furniture in the house. Our bedroom is the last place where we really need to get a better room. We have Jamie's old furniture from our New York City days, and it's just completely outdated. We have one mattress, no box spring, and just a very bare room. So we're going to be using Modsy. If you go to modsy.com, you can start a whole design project. Use the promo code HMCP and you get 20% off. That's 20% off for you at modsy.com. Use the promo code HMCP. That's M-O-D-S-Y.com. Use the code HMCP for 20% off. But anyway, one takeaway that I do have from this entire journey is that I could have easily not responded to the voicemail that was left saying that there was a love experiment happening in the tri-state area. I could have easily just said, you know, no, this is too nuts for me. For whatever reason, I stayed. It was really because there was a phenomenal cheese and fruit platter, and I was starving at the time. But I decided to stay. 
And even when I brought this idea home to my parents, I couldn't talk about it because I didn't really know what it was. I, I couldn't explain it to them. And I was nervous and scared to explain that, mom, dad, I may be getting married in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, that happened. And again, it was too bizarre for me to pass up. And I think a lot of my friends would agree that they weren't surprised that I decided to go along with the experiment. And it turned out to be the best decision that I could have ever made. And everyone is faced with choices all the time, scary choices, choices that are frowned upon, choices that are, you know, there's a lot of naysayers. But when you believe in something in your heart and you go for it, you learn from failure. There's always going to be some failure. But if you learn from the process, if you learn from the failure, if you get back up and you keep going forward, that's always going to be better for you in the end. I know it's a silly analogy for sports, but it was something that I always heard growing up is you're going to miss every single shot that you don't take. And whatever you're doing out there, if you want to change, change. If you're unhappy, find something to make you happy. You know, it's not easy. It's definitely not easy. You know, I've been depressed at times, even before marriage and before or found a career. I want to say it was a year before I got married. That was the first time I had a career in like four or five years. There was a lot of depression there. I always had family though to, to pick me up. I always had my mom and dad and not just because I was living with them and I had no choice, but I always had family to support me and my decisions. And it's something that will always remain with me as a parent, as a father. And when my children go to face these challenges and choices, hopefully I, I give them the best advice and the best love and support that my parents gave to me. But going through and feeling down and out and feeling like there's just nothing, there's no light in front of you, there's no light at the end of the tunnel. It's just that you're not seeing it. You're not looking at it. It's there. You know, but sometimes it's not all smooth sailing. It's not always going to be a happy trip or a happy road. You know, this marriage and parenthood and fatherhood, it's been the best joy of my life. It's been the best experience and most memorable, but certainly not every day is phenomenal or every day is happy. And we've talked about it before on this podcast about depression and anxiety. And, you know, as a husband who has a wife that does get depressed and, you know, sometimes feels down and out or, you know, sometimes just can't find herself to get up and get going or motivated to get doing. And, you know, this is the most important person in my life. And this is the person that I feel works harder than anybody that I know, is more determined than anybody that I know, has the biggest heart than anybody that I know. And I'm lucky to call her my wife, but, you know, she has these days and, and weeks where, it's just a lot of negativity and a lot of, you know, just almost depressed attitude. And as a husband, it's, it's tough to see that because you don't know what to do. You don't know what to say. You don't know how to help. And even when you say, you know, how can I help or what can I do? At times, it's just a flurry of, well, you're not doing this and you're not doing that. And you haven't done this. And I asked you to do that. And I feel like I'm doing this all along. And it's depression is a very, very layered thing and disease. And I've been there and I know Jamie has done a ton of work and self-help and has read book after book after book. And she's really made strides in recognizing these signs and signals. But at the end of the day, it is a disease. It is something that is a chemical imbalance. For me, I found a medication that works for me. I take Wellbutrin, which is a thing that I take every day. 
And I certainly feel it if I don't take it. You know, I, I don't become miserable and off the charts, but I could, you know, I definitely have a change of attitude. When you have someone that's so happy one day and this is the best life ever and, you know, we're doing this and we're doing that and we're taking trips to, you know, just someone saying that they're depressed. It's, it's a weird sort of, it's tough when you don't know what to do. And as a father and as a parent, all I know is to stay positive and pick up the slack and, you know, hope for that in return. If I were to ever, you know, get depressed and just not want to do things or, you know, just be extremely negative, I think it's so important to have family. And I think it's so important to be around people that you love and to know that the people that you love are not doing things to hurt you. They're not saying things in a way where it's meant to put you down or even if it's something that, you know, wake the F up or you almost want to shake someone to it. It's the people that you love. You have to take in that thought. You have to take in that response. You have to take in that suggestion and realize that it's coming from a place of love. Because sometimes when I say things, it's taken in a way where it's like, well, are you not on my team? You know, you're my husband. Why do you always go against me? Or why aren't you being more supportive in this? And it's like, you know, there's a lot of ways to interpret different sentences and different words. And it's tough for sometimes me to explain that you're taking this in a total wrong way. You are totally misinterpreting what I'm trying to say. And why would you think that I'm trying to hurt you in any way? Why would you think that I would intentionally try to hurt you or put you down? And I think that's the part that sometimes I don't get or know how to handle that when you're always going back and forth at each other. And then I don't even know how we got on this topic, to be honest, Um, but I just started talking because it came up recently where it's just like, you know, we have such a blessed life. We have opportunities that most don't. We've worked very hard to get to where we are. We've worked very hard to get what we have. And it's tough seeing so much happiness around you and so much success with, and not just success around you, but just appreciating what you have and what it took to get to where you are and what it took to get to the things that you have. And, you know, to one day say, this is the best life ever. And then the next day saying, I don't know why I feel so depressed. I don't have anything to be depressed over. I'm super anxious. I have anxiety and I haven't had the anxiety part. I have had the depression part and there's certainly been days and times where I don't want to leave the bed and I don't want to get out. I don't want to talk to anybody. And the worst thing in the world for me to hear was somebody saying, okay, let's go work out. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. Oh, you should do this. And that's the worst thing that anybody could ever say to me. And I try to avoid that with Jamie. But I think the point is that stick with the people that you love and understand that they're coming from a very, very loving place. And as a husband, I think that it's our job that whenever this happens and vice versa, but whenever this does happen with a partner or with a wife, you know, dealing with miscarriage, dealing with backlash for abortion and just hearing people comments and whether that's the reason for some of the depression, it's just knowing and being there for somebody, maybe not even speaking, but just being there arm over the shoulder just sitting and listening and taking in anything. There's been times where I just know to let her go, let her vent, let her do her thing. And then afterwards kind of nod and say, okay, I'm sorry. You know, sometimes that's the best thing. And then I can't tell you how 
happy it makes me feel when she picks up the slack for me or when something is happening and you know I might not be there mentally or especially if I haven't had a coffee yet in the morning I'm a miserable person we're able to recognize that and I think that Jamie and I are really starting to connect in that way and it took a little bit obviously because we were strangers when we met but we're really getting to a point that we know each other and we know what we mean when we say things. And some people are very fortunate to have that because they've been friends before. They've been with each other through ups and downs and they've been in circles with their friends and in their families. And they had a lot of these experiences before they got married and before they decided to move in with each other. Jamie and I didn't have that luxury. And I think that one of the hardest parts in this whole process was to compromise everything and try to fast track that type of foundation and that part of a relationship that's super important and probably one of the most important parts to getting married and having a successful marriage. And I think that Jamie and I are very fortunate to get to this place that we're at. And if we could just have this second effing baby, that's a whole nother thing. Every time that Jamie will say I'm PMSing or you know it's another month, it's tough. I didn't think that having a baby would be this tough. I didn't think that having a second baby would also be this tough. But then being able to talk about it and bring it out there, you don't you realize that a lot of people are going through this. A lot of people have these struggles trying to conceive, some that can't conceive, some that, you know, go years. Hopefully it's not gonna take years, but we've been trying for a very long time on having this second baby. And I'm enjoying Henley. I'm enjoying every minute with Henley and every single minute of Henley being here. Now we're trying. I think that the trying part is always fun. Well, at least for me it is. But Hopefully this connects with some fathers or hopefully it connects with some people in relationships, men and women, that maybe there's something to learn from just listening or being there and picking up the slack for somebody. Or if you see that somebody's depressed or down and out, you know, just being there, not trying to force them to be happy, but just being there. And on the topic of abortion, try to imagine yourself in somebody else's shoes. But enough about me. That wasn't even about me at all. I guess it was kind of. But anyway, we have a very, 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 very awesome guest next week. It's going to be a phenomenal show next week. We really, really do appreciate all of your love, support, comments, feedback. We listen to it all. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at Doug Hainer or at Jamie and Otis. Follow Hot Marriage Cool Parents on Instagram to stay up to date with everything Hot Marriage Cool Parents and some very family-oriented quotes and things to think about. But I just want to say thank you for listening. And you're awesome. You really are. And we love you. Thank you. And good night. I've said it before. If you ever were looking for a type of service that said, you know what? I wish there was something that could show me furniture in my room. I wish there was something that can show me what a picture would look like in my room, what color would look good in my room. Modsy.com has that service. They have one-on-one consultations. You can talk with their design experts. You can choose if you want one room, two room. They have different levels. Again, it starts out at just $69. If you're looking to decorate your room, if you have a room that maybe could look a lot better, check out Modsy.com. That's M-O-D-S-Y.com. Use the promo code HMCP. Save $20 off whatever package that you want. Look at the before and after pictures. That's what really sold me. You literally get a 3D model of that room but I can't wait to see what our bedroom looks like. 
I literally talk about the first time I ever saw my husband's penis and touched it. So if you want a good story, go to amazon.com and search Wifey 101, or you can go to jamiotis.com and snag an autographed copy of my book. And coming from someone that was crying at the altar and thought the experts failed them, three days later, you touched my penis. (laughs) It's true. Visit us online at jamieotis.com for more great resources.